I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Pittsburgh Steeler fans, it is almost game time, and it's just not any game time. It's Ravens week, as co-editor of BTSC, Jeff Hartman likes to say, it's Raven hate week. And you know what? For me, I live in Maryland, so it's always Raven hate week. But I got to tell you, I really love this matchup. I love this game, and I love the fact that both of these teams are relevant. I'm Brian Anthony Davis. Alongside me is my good friend, KT Smith. Kevin, how are you doing? Are you ready for some Raven hate? Uh, it's Ravens week, man. That's a beautiful thing. Uh, yeah, Brian, I'm going to shock you maybe a little bit with what I'm about to say, but um, I don't know if I hate the Ravens. You know, like, I dislike them intensely, um, but I, I have a lot of respect for them, you know, like, I have no respect for the Bengals whatsoever. You know, like they're an easy team to hate, but uh, the Ravens are a worthy adversary, you know, as, uh, as John Goodman famously said, the big Lebowski, a worthy adversary. So uh, yeah, I just dislike them intensely, man. But uh, you know, and I, and I love beating them, but I do respect the organization. I agree with that too. Um, I will actually say though, Kevin, that I really think that uh, Ravens fans hate the Steelers more than the Steelers hate the Ravens. And that's something I really do believe. I actually uh, feel that Ravens fans kind of go off of the bandwagon when they're not playing well. Steelers fans are there forever. I will tell you this though. I have a ton of respect for the Baltimore Ravens, even though I live about an hour away from M&T Bank Stadium. Jeff Hartman and I were on a school bus accompanying our kids to, they were 
like first grade at the time. And we were accompanying them to the aquarium in Baltimore. And we're both going past the stadium and Jeff's like, cover me. I'm like, what? And he's like, I'm going to give that stadium the finger. And I'm like, I do the same thing every <laughs> single time. And Jeff's the last person I'd think that would ever say that. So, I, you know, it's just living in the state of Maryland that does that for me as well. But I agree with you on the Bengals and I don't respect the Browns either. That's a team that I just don't respect. And when I see a Ravens fan, we always talk and I'm always very cordial about it because I do not like to show my butt with Ravens fans. I'm like, Hey, look, what do we have in common? They're like, what? I'm like what we both won Super Bowls. They're like, no, I'm like we both hate the Bengals. He's like, they're like, you're right. And then we're buddies. So uh, <laughs> let's get on to the, one of the greatest matchups here on the Steelers pregame show. Yes. It's almost game time. We are so ready. I forgot to tell you the title of it. This is just a fantastic week. The Steelers are 6-0. and oh, The Ravens are 5-1. and one. The stakes cannot be higher. And Kevin, for me, the reason the stakes cannot be higher is the fact that we've talked about this in the past. This is going to be a top-heavy and a bottom-heavy year in the standings. There's not going to be a lot of 8-8. Eight and eight. If you look, teams with less than two losses or two losses or less, there's seven. Teams with two wins or less. There's seven. There's 16 teams in the conference. There's only two, three, and three teams. That's how top and bottom heavy it is. So, Kevin, can you see a team here winning this division with less than 13 wins? Less than 13 wins. Well, let's see. I mean, you know, I'm looking, thinking about the Steelers' schedule and you know, they, what would they have to go? They'd have to go seven and three over the final 10 to get to be at 13. That seems pretty realistic because I don't think their schedule's uh, that difficult moving but, forward. As a matter of fact, this might be the toughest game, you know, on that schedule. So it wouldn't surprise me at all for the Steelers to get the 13 wins and Baltimore's darn good. So, um, yeah, you know, I mean, I kind of would be surprised, to be honest with you. I expect one of those two teams to get to 13. Statistically, the Ravens have the easiest schedule in the league. The Steelers have the second easiest schedule in the league. There you go. Yep. The only difference is the Steelers play the Bills and the Broncos, and the Ravens play the Chiefs, which they've already played, and the Patriots, who are not the same. So as far as that goes, they play the same teams all the way across the board. It's not like last year when you're playing teams like Seattle, San Francisco, and the Rams, and even the Cardinals that could be a threat to beat you every week. Nobody is scary in that NFC East. They're probably going to go 8-0 and combined against the NFC East, Kevin. The NFC East is a bad football division right now, man. I mean, the fact that the Eagles are in first place is just stunning. I mean, the Eagles are a JV team right now. And, you know, I, I mean, you know, that's not necessarily a knock on them. I mean, they're just so beat up and so injured and just playing guys that, you know, they kind of picked out of a, you know, flag football league somewhere basically. And, uh, and they're in first place in the East. So uh, <laughs> yeah, it's a, I mean, I don't know if it's a good year to be playing them or not, but uh, it, we're benefiting no doubt. So right. you have to win these games. These head-to-head -head games are so crucial this year more than ever because when you're looking for help from another team, you're not going to be likely to get it. The Steelers got lucky. They got help from the Super Bowl champs. They don't have to play the Super Bowl champs, but the Ravens don't have to play the Bills in Buffalo like the Steelers do as well. So it's one of those things. 
the Patriots and the Broncos might be a wash because the Patriots aren't that good this year. So if you don't win these head-to-head games, you're not going to win the division. The Steelers have the luxury. If they win this game, they're not only up by two, they have half of the tiebreaker already. And that is a pretty big deal. But Kevin, let's talk about this. Is where these teams rank, Kevin, as far as total offense, total defense, and some of them, some of the ranks will surprise you here. So let's go ahead with the total yardage on offense. You would think that Baltimore would be pretty high as far as total yards, wouldn't you? Yeah, I mean, you know, they they can run and throw. Uh, they do the they do the former a lot better. But I know Jackson's numbers are not up this year, so they're probably a little further down in the rankings. So total yardage. Pittsburgh leads here. They're ranked 21st with 358.7 yards per game. Baltimore is 27th with 342.2 yards per game. In rushing, both teams are doing pretty well. When I say pretty well for the Baltimore Ravens, I'm going to say fantastic because they are the number one rushing team in the league at 164.3. The Pittsburgh Steelers are at number 11 with 129.7 yards per game. And so that's that's pretty decent. It's not bad to be ranked right outside of the top 10 there in a 32-team league. Passing, Pittsburgh is only 23 at 229 yards per game. That just means when you have a running game, you don't have to pass as much. Where do you think Baltimore is, Kevin? They're going to be lower than the Steelers for sure. I know I know. Lamar Jackson's only got about somewhere in the neighborhood of 1,100 yards passing this year. Um, and, and, uh, and I don't think the backups have played. So they're going to be in the bottom, you know, seven, eight teams in the league, I would imagine. How about bottom two? They ranked there you go. first. Wow. 177.8 yards per game passing. Here's the thing. And I'm going to ask you about this. This Actually, this is something we could probably talk about later. And I'm sure you're going to bring this up. But back me up on this. If you can get a lead early on this team, it's probably going to throw a wrench into the entire game plan of the Baltimore Ravens because they don't come back as easy passing the ball. Sure. Uh, no question about that. And, you know, to be a little more specific about that, um, once you do get a lead on Baltimore, then there's a really specific game plan from the Steelers that I would follow, which, you know, yeah, we can definitely jump on that a little later in the show. Let's talk about points. The Baltimore Ravens, right now, they are averaging, and this isn't bad, they're averaging 29.8 points per game. They are ranked eighth. The Steelers are ranked just ahead of them, two spots, at number six, 30.5 yards per game. Now, as far as giving up points, Baltimore is number one, giving up 17.3 points per game, and the Steelers are number six at 19.7. So as far as scoring points and giving up points, they're both pretty good at both of them. What do you make of that? Well, I I think it speaks to, to the defense that's being played. I mean, both of these teams are in the bottom third of the league in total yards, but both of them are in the top 10 in points scored. So what's that, what's that tell you? That tells you that they're, 
they're playing on a lot of short fields, uh, which is a product of either good defense, good special teams, creating turnovers, you know, or, you know, quarterback sacks, putting defenses in long yarded situations, you know, any, any of those things are all, all, you know, all the above. Uh, and they're opportunistic, you know, I mean, they're taking advantage of the opportunities that they're presented with. So, uh, you know, there's a lot of teams in the league who put up a lot of yards in garbage time and the numbers look really good. Um, but, you know, these guys are the opposite, man. They're, they're being opportunistic, playing great defense, cashing in when they get the chance and, you know, killing, killing clock a lot of time at the end of game by running the football. Let's talk about yardage. Now the Steelers are ranked first in total yards in passing. They are ranked sixth against the pass and in rushing they are number two slightly behind tampa bay baltimore pretty good they're ranked ninth with total yards 14th against the pass and 11th against the rush is that way too close to give anybody an advantage here i mean it's going to be well like as my college coach used to say it's going to be a slobber knocker you know i mean it's going to be a physical football game uh, where, you know, the defenses, I think, will set the tone. And, you know, I don't know if points will be at a premium. It'll depend on turnovers and things like that. But, um, you know, I, I think that the defenses will really sort of dictate how this game goes. Absolutely. So what we're going to do is we are going to get into keys to this game for both the Steelers and Ravens and players to watch as well and our predictions when we come back on the Steeler pregame show right after this. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and, not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Welcome back to BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. My name is Brian Anthony Davis. Alongside me is KT Smith, and we are giving you the Steeler pregame show. It's Ravens week. It's a glorious time, Kevin. And this is going to be, like you just said a few minutes back, a slobber knocker, my friend. I love that term, man. That's a, that gives you like, uh, you know, images of football when we were younger, man. Steelers, Raiders, you know, those kinds of rivalries. I think the Steelers Ravens today is what the Steelers Raiders was when we were kids. Absolutely. Would you say that this is the best rivalry in all of sports right now? I don't want to hear from any of those Bears Packers fans because the Bears haven't been relevant in a long time. You know, these are two relevant teams year in and year out. Uh, and football is the number one sport in America. So you could definitely make a fair argument that this is the, the best rivalry in America. You know, Red Sox Yankees gets a lot of attention in the Northeast. But I don't know if it resonates, you know, kind of nationally. I just think, you know, I, I think people know when, when you hear Steelers Ravens, you know exactly what you're going to get. You're going to get physical football. You're going to get intense defense. You know, you're going to get well coached, good execution. You know, it's going to be it's going to be, you know, kind of old school football. And it's very rare when one of these teams have a bad record. In fact, it's an aberration. Yeah, you know, these teams are so similar. I mean, that's kind of at the beginning of the show why I said I have a lot of respect for them. I mean, they 
They both rebuild through the draft. I mean, they're great. They're every year I look at the Ravens draft and I'm like, oh, damn, that's a great draft. You know, like I'm never like, oh, the Ravens really botched that one. Um, you know, and the Steelers are the same way, build through the draft, stability in the coaching ranks and in the front office. You know, they value playing defense, they treat their veterans with with respect. Um, you know, I mean, it's a just it's a well-run organization. They they have an identity, they have a set of principles. Uh, and you know, it, it's led to success for both both franchises. Absolutely. I was hoping that when Eric DaCosta came in for Ozzie Newsome, that all right, they finally have the the Wizard of Oz gone. He was an absolute genius, a Hall of Fame player, definitely a Hall of Fame GM. And now they bring in DaCosta and He's just as good making even better picks. I think this guy is absolutely fantastic as well. And the Steelers are no slouch on the other side of the coin either. But let's talk about the Ravens and some of the guys that DaCosta has drafted. Who do you think right now is an X factor or a player to watch on the offense? Well, I mean, I think an interesting statistic is when you look at the Ravens in the passing game, they only have two players with more than a dozen targets um, the entire year. You know, they, they've got, uh, you know, Marquise Brown, Hollywood Brown, the, the explosive wide receiver, and they've got the tight end Mark Andrews. And those guys both have in the neighborhood of 30 some targets. And then there's not a single player on the roster who has more than 11. Uh, comparatively, the Steelers have six guys that have more than a dozen targets, six guys actually with over 15 targets. So when I think about X factors, you know, immediately you go to that. I mean, can you defend Brown and Andrews? Because those are those guys are clearly uh, Lamar Jackson's favorite targets. And uh, Philadelphia a couple of weeks ago, or last week, I'm sorry, did a nice uh, a nice job taking those guys away and limiting, you know, the touches that those guys were able to get, um, especially in the second half. And the Eagles made a really nice comeback on, on Baltimore. So there's, you know, there's some obvious, you know, you got to stop Jackson. You got to stop the run game. These are sort of like the obvious things, but in the passing game, if the Steelers can find a way to uh, game plan to defend those two guys and make some of the other receivers beat them, I think that that's an effective way to, to go about defending Baltimore. So you're talking about maybe a guy like Willie Sneed comes up big for them or Boykin, or even looking at a guy like uh, the speedster uh, Duvernay. Yeah, any of those, DeVernay's been really good. You know, uh, J.K. Dobbins is now, you know, the rookie out of Ohio State. He's he's their third leading receiver. So, you know, I mean, if I'm the Steelers, man, I'm going to try to, you know, make Baltimore beat us with one of those other guys uh, because Jackson's been so reliant on on Brown and, and Andrews. I was hoping the Ravens would make a, make a huge mistake and select J.K. Rowling instead of Harry <laughs> Potter fame, but it didn't happen, and the Ohio State kid showed up because I think he is a definite player. So that's what we know about the offense. What do we know about this defensive team? Because we've heard some news, and we've, he was limited this week, and it's Jimmy Smith, the 6'2 slot corner. So who's the if he doesn't play, that's a pretty big deal, deal, isn't it? Yeah, he's a good veteran. You know, I mean, they've got they got a lot of big name guys on that defense and guys that have been doing it for a long time. I think Marlon Humphrey is one of the best corners in the league, and uh, you know Chuck Clark's a solid safety, and they've got uh, you know the rookie linebacker um, who they drafted out of Ohio State. Uh, Harrison is a nice player. I mean, L.J. Ford's having a nice year for them, man. Our our old friend uh, 
LJ Fort's doing some good things. Absolutely. Um, you know, but I think what you're going to see is it's going to be a blitz fest, man. They're the, they're the, uh, you know, the, the, they have the highest percentage of blitzes uh, on snaps this year in the NFL. They blitz on 46% of their snaps. And, you know, I mean, people say, you know, that's, that's not something that you want to do against Ben Roethlisberger. Uh, that'll be interesting, man. It's a cat and mouse game. Cause Roethlisberger leads the league in, in like time of release. You know, he, he, he's releasing the ball in 2.0 seconds on, on a typical throw. That's incredibly fast. So, you know, you want to beat the blitz, man, get the ball out of your hands fast. So it's going to be an interesting, you know, sort of strategic matchup to see are the Ravens going to come after Roethlisberger the way they've come, come after everybody else this year. And if so, you know, how's, how will they handle the fact that Roethlisberger, you know, checks the ball down so quickly or gets it out of his hand so quickly. If you have not had a chance to check out Jeff Hartman's podcast, his Let's Ride podcast on Wednesday. Go ahead and download that. It's really great. It's talking about this rivalry and how it's back. But here's a question for you. Jeff was talking quite a bit about how people in Baltimore still hate Heinz Ward. If they do, if the Baltimore Sun does a poll, they're still talking about how that's their least favorite player, how they hate him more than anybody. Heinz Ward was the bully in for Baltimore. Now, on the other side of the ball, you know, we can talk about how we couldn't stand Ray Lewis. We couldn't stand Ed Reed. There's so many players that were our public enemy number one. So my question to you, who do you think is the new public enemy number one? And let's probably look towards that defensive side of the ball. Who could be the guy that we are abhorring here in Pittsburgh? Well, if he, if he plays as well as he's been playing, it's going to be this Patrick Queen, you know, the, the, their number yeah. one draft pick. Man, that, that dude, he's pretty darn good. That's the that's the thing, man. Like, Ravens fans might hate Heinz Ward, but if he was a Raven, they would have loved Heinz Ward. Oh, yeah. like, so, same thing like Ed Reed, man. If Ed Reed was a Steeler, I'd be running around with a, with a number 20 jersey on, you know? Like, uh, so, you know, that's and, – and this, you know, I mean, I'm – I'd love I'd love to see Patrick Queen on our defense, especially right now with uh with with Devin Bush out. So um he's good, man. He's really good. He's fast and he's instinctive and um he's kind of a guy you got you got you got a game plan for. So um, you know, I don't know I don't know what his character is like, to be honest with you. I haven't really watched uh, you know, enough of that part of his game to see if he's the kind of guy that gets under your skin or not. You know, that those guys you know, like Ray Lewis was like that, you know, I mean, not only, not only was he great on the field, but he just didn't shut up, man. He ran his mouth and he danced and he did all those annoying things. You know, I don't, I don't know if this kid's like that or not, but I, I have a feeling if he, if he shows out like he's been doing, then Steelers fans will quickly acquire a dislike for him. Yeah, I'm sure they will. And they're going to get to know this guy because he is actually a very fantastic player. I, uh, I do not applaud his fashion sense from wearing the lime green shoes at the <laughs> NFL draft, but you know, that's neither here nor there. So let's talk about this. What are the keys to victory in this game for both teams? Let's go ahead and take the Steelers and the Ravens, but let's go ahead with the Ravens first. What did the Ravens need to do to win this game? Well, I, you know, I, I think you touched on it earlier. I think they need to get an early lead so that they don't have to rely on Jackson's passing uh, to bring them back, you know, and I mean, and so how are they going to do that? Uh, I mean, they've had two weeks, you know, to game plan for this. They had the bye week. So, you know, Steelers, Ravens, they know each other so well. Um, there's not a whole lot that that they haven't seen from the other. 
So I think Greg Roman is the offensive coordinator there in Baltimore is going to have to come up with some looks early on that the Steelers haven't seen, you know, to try to uh, put some early points on the board. And then, you know, they can fall back a little bit more on the, uh, on the run game and the play action game, you know, when they get the, the run game going uh, and, the, and the safety's coming down, they, they can get a little more aggressive with play action. So, uh, you know, a quick start for the Ravens, I think, is a, is a huge thing. How about the Steelers? What is their key to taking home a win and going to 7-0? and Well, I think, you know, I think it all involves the blitz, you know. Like, they've got to be able to blitz Jackson effectively because he's been bad against the blitz this year. He's got the, he's got the third lowest passer rating in the NFL this year against the blitz. Um, but when you blitz him, you need to be able to keep him in the pocket. Uh, Kansas City did that really effectively when they beat the Ravens in week three. So, you know, it's controlled pressure, man. I mean, I'd love to see the Steelers come with some overload blitzes in Jackson's face to his right um, and let Bud Dupree play off the the backside and sort of a controlled rush and just sort of try to, you know, come after – come after Jackson with, you know, TJ Watt and slot corner, whether it's Hilton or Sutton or whomever it might be and sort of force Jackson to have to, you know, bail out to his left and, and let Bud Dupree kind of controlled rush him and sort of be waiting there, you know, for when Jackson's flushed out. I think that's a smart way to attack him. Um, but whatever the Steelers do, you know, applying pressure on him is going to have, is going to be paramount because when you give him an opportunity to, to sort of sit back and survey the field or, if you rush him undisciplined uh, and allow him to, to get out, man, then he's really dangerous. Now, here's the question that I want to ask, and it it comes it goes back to the what you just said there about how dangerous he could be when he gets flushed out. Losing Devin Bush a couple weeks ago leaves you with two run thumpers, Robert Spillane and Vince Williams. And that's great to have two guys that know how to stop the run against the number one rushing team in the league. But can they keep up with Lamar Jackson? Well, that's where, you know, like we're really going to have to be smart about how we rush Jackson and how we attack, you know, his read option game. If you can stop the inside run, it, uh, it makes the, the read option, uh, the zone read especially, a lot less effective because now you, you don't have the pressure on that edge player who's being read by Jackson to, to have to collapse down inside and, and play the, the, you know, the B gap run game. So if the Steelers can do a great job with their, with their defensive front and those two backers that you just mentioned, then the edge players can be a little bit more uh, cognizant of having to, of playing the pull and defending Jackson when he tries to get to the edge. Uh, playing a guy like him is all about discipline. It's all about, maintaining your rush lanes when you're when you're uh pass rushing him and about getting into the right run fits when in the run defense if you if you're undisciplined if the backside's over pursuing if guys are getting across the ball too fast etc he's going to make you pay so i would imagine the steelers are stressing the heck out of uh being exceptionally disciplined while at the same time being aggressive Well, I think it's going to be a fantastic game, and those are two great keys to victory. I hope the last key that you mentioned, the Steelers' key to victory, is the one that is more relevant. I agree with you. I think if the Steelers could come out and score some points early on this team, make this team play from behind, it's going to be a tougher day for them. And this is a game that you want to go ahead and seize because you are going to have so much bigger of a lead going into the second half of the season. 
So that's what I'm looking at here. So let's go to prediction time. What's your final thoughts as far as a final score for this game? So, <laughs> I mean, I've picked the Steelers to win every game so far this year, and and they have. And I don't think I should break that <laughs> that, that trend. Even though kind of like the, the honest part of me, like sort of the quiet voice inside of me, understands that this is probably the first game that they lose. You know, like the, Baltimore's really good coming out of the bye under Har, Harbaugh. I think there's something like eight, eight, two, and one, or nine and two, something like that. And, you know, this is the third week in a row in which the Steelers have been in a, in a big game against the, you know, in a, a big opponent. Um, and that's, that's just sort of, that's just tough, man. But, you know, I mean, I gotta, I gotta pick the Steelers, right, Brian? I mean, I can't, I can't not pick the Steelers. I mean, if I picked them six times in a row and they've won every time, I feel like I have some personal responsibility in this. You do. You okay. do. So go ahead and okay. pick. <laughs> so I'm going to go 24-20 Steelers. All right. I have, I have a similar score, but it's not a similar victor. And I hate to do this. I just uh, had an opportunity a couple of days ago on the Steeler preview to pick this game. And I did not have my answer when I just spouted it out. And I let my gut speak. I don't let my brain speak. Sometimes I don't let my heart speak. I let my gut speak. My gut's not always right. You know, I'm like that. I was telling these guys, I'm like the, the guy in the horror movie that makes the bad decisions when it comes to uh, what I'm what my gut's thinking. And that ends up, uh, you know, what happens, you get a knife slashed through the canvas of your tent and it's all <laughs> downhill from there. So I was also telling those guys, you want to go to Vegas with me to go ahead and have an amazing, epic, memorable, legendary time. You just don't want to go to the betting window with me. I'm not going to be right because I go with my gut sometimes and my gut just doesn't get it right. I went with the Steelers to lose to the Houston Texans. My gut was really wrong then. I hope my gut's wrong again, but I went 26 to 24 Ravens. Well, you'll be judged harshly by Steeler Nation, Brian. Yeah, no, I, <laughs> might have a bad gut, but I've got thick skin, but I'm just, I think you're smarter than me, man. I think that I'm just, I'm betting with my heart and not my head right here. I really think coming off of a buy, thanks, Tennessee Titans, wear masks. But what I'm going to say is they're coming off of the buy that they shouldn't have had before this game. And they are going to be up for this game, but the Steelers are going to be up for this game as well. You know how well the Steelers do against teams that they're not supposed to beat. They're an underdog again. So I'm hoping, but I'm just playing that card because I just think I'm going to throw it down, but I always go away from Vegas with empty pockets, but great stories, Kevin. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, for in this instance, I, I'm, I'm hoping you're wrong. Um, I'm fearing you're right, however, but, uh, you know, I'm just, I'm not going to bet against them until, uh, you know, the streak is broken. But with that being said, it's going to be an epic game, Kevin. And I think it could go either way. So I'm fine being wrong here. Well, you know, we, we, we both, I'm sure have great memories of, of, uh, Steelers Ravens games. And, uh, you know, I think, uh, what the statistic I read was that nine out, nine out of the last 15 have been decided by four points or less. And I have a feeling that uh, this is this one's going to make it 10 out of 16. I almost guarantee that one. Um, so we will see. But thanks so much for going through this game with us. Uh, great information here. Grab that. 
terrible towel. What do you have? Uh, you have something on the grill ready for this game, or uh, you have a good pregame snack? Uh, I think it's going to be a chilly weekend. It's going to be cold this weekend. You know, it's, I think it's a good time for some chili. It's a chilly weekend here at Steelers Central in the Bad House. My yeah, there you go. Nice. Mrs. Bad said, "Are you going to make your award-winning chili?" She didn't say it that way, but it is a four-time People's Choice Award winner. And so I will tell you that. So maybe we need to have, we need to get together and do a chili cook-off one of these days. Yeah, let's go. That sounds great. That is, uh, that's probably where I get my bad gut, my chili recipe. But with that being (laughs) said, for Brian Anthony Davis, which is me, for KT Smith, which is you, I'll let you take us out. Yeah, let's start. Let's go. I mean, you know, as, uh, as Joey Porter famously said, let's ride, man. I'm ready. Let's ride on three. One, two, three. Let's ride. Let's ride. <laughs> Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty. And luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.